Well, 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 well. Justin, we are back. Um, we're here. How are you? Um, I'm feeling okay. Okay. Feeling okay. How about how how are you feeling? How are you um, I'm good. I mean, we you know we have this is episode. You're much better at counting than I am. Nine episode. Yeah, this is episode nine. I think. Look at me. Yes. So yeah. I think so. We yeah. are on episode nine of yet. The uh, Culture Podcast. Yes. We're getting this done. You know what I mean. Some consistency. I'm feeling a bit better than okay. <laughs> but I am happy that it's the weekend. Um, the weekends are definitely going by way too fast right now. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in a burnout space, kind of in a, I might just be delirious space, kind of in a, I don't know what's going on, you know, floating yeah. and sinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here, so I'm grateful for that. Um, I feel you. First week of March is in the books. Were you reckless or cultured? Uh, I was only reckless in the sense that I have been yelling at people all week uh, because uh, for various reasons and in different spaces, I've just been yelling at different people. Um, and there are still, I still have a list of people that I need to yell at and uh I'm actually excited to have those conversations. And so um, that's the only sense that I've been reckless in. Um, other than that, I've been drinking water and minding my business. Perfect. How about I you? Have... have you been reckless or cultured? I feel like I've been cultured. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been feeling like super transitional like in a very transitional space these days so I've just been trying to pay close attention to you know just the little things trying to kind of quiet down the noise and just really focus um and because I'm in a transitional space I feel like I don't exactly know what to focus on but um also just focusing on being still and kind of seeing how things are moving around me and then just deciding like what I'm okay with, what I'm not okay with, things I want to change. Uh, so yeah, I'm very in the flow and kind of yeah. observant space. Um, I feel like, you know, 2020, even though like for 2021, I feel like everyone jumped into this year, like we're so happy 2020 is over, but I feel like the end of last month and beginning of this month, there's a bit of that PTSD kind of thing, everyone at the same time that was lingering from last year. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this is that fight or flight period of the year. Um, we're close to spring, everything will be anew shortly. So yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it, was, it was around this time last year that everybody was like, yo, you know what? everything will be closed for two weeks and then you know we'll be we'll be back 
Exactly. And that has not been the case. We thought we knew, <laughs> but we had no idea. <laughs> no idea at all. Um, and, and I think that that approaching the anniversary of the America being quote unquote shut down since every state mm -hmm. kind of did their own thing. Um, I think that that is something that even though a lot of people are like kind of like, I wouldn't say laughing about it, but I guess making it more comical uh, online and saying like this time last year, we had no idea, you know, what was going on or da da da. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like there's still like a very serious aspect to that notion. Cause it's like, shit was really bad around this time last year. Like we're the, in the week that we're approaching, things were actually extremely uh, heavy and scary for a lot of people. A lot of people were sick. A lot of people died. A lot of people did not make it. Um, so I do think that there's a certain level of like, okay, we have to kind of really embrace what has happened and transpired within this year. Um, yeah. And obviously rise above it, but we can't just like forget it. Um, Absolutely. I think you had posted not too long ago that like things will basically never be normal. Yeah, I've been saying that for uh, for a while. And just like last week, I, 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 am an, I am an accurate predictor of what's coming next. Um, and in the, uh, in, in the subtext of that post, actually, I don't know if you zoomed in, um, because you actually typed, <laughs> <laughs> um, I said one day people will listen to me. Uh, because yeah. I, you know I, I'm an accurate predictor of what's hap of, of what's coming next, and so I, I I've been saying that whatever we thought was normal is not going to be normal again. Um, yeah. And 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 if you are still hoping that things will go back to what they were, um, you are behind the eight ball drastically. Um, so much so that you might not even be in the game anymore. So. Um, uh, I am, I am, I am actually excited about what's coming. Um, if you are looking, if you are interested in what's, in what's going to happen next, you can either hit me or my business manager, Imani, <laughs> um, to, to schedule an appointment to figure out, um, what's, what's happening in this brain of mine, because I, I'm an accurate predictor of, 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 of of what's coming. I won't call myself a prophet or, 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 or a psychic, but I'm an accurate predictor of what's coming next. And uh, whoever wants yes. to listen, they can, they, I, uh, I have some words for you. Yes. Um, so yeah, for a small fee of 99.99, we can get you a 30 minute reading on what's next. Uh, see, uh, yeah, it, uh, you said ninety nine, ninety nine, and I was like, that's not my hourly rate. But uh, for, for a half hour, you can, I, I'll give you that for a half hour. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then also, okay, things are reopening. Um, Texas mask off, fuck it, mask off. Um, I don't really know if Atlanta. they ever shut down. Atlanta. Atlanta. They're... It's the Atlanta. It's All Star Weekend. It's All Star Weekend, and everybody is is out with no mask and no straps, and so there are people being. I've I've seen multiple pictures 
of people's cars just being left on jacks, on bricks, rims and rims and tires gone. And you you went out there with you went out to Atlanta for All Star Weekend with six hundred dollars, thinking that you were gonna make it to the weekend. And that was not that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It just wasn't it. You should have hit me. Yeah. I would have given you. I would have given you the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and I I probably could have called in a favor for you, but nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Atlanta yeah. is is out here. Um, Atlanta basically never shut down. Um, never. So yeah, but things are. I guess everyone is aspiring to be more like Atlanta. Uh, it seems as if things will be opening up. Um, even in the Northeast, I feel like uh, my church had kind of mentioned opening up. I saw something that said that next month, April, that venues and like spaces for large gatherings might be opening up in NYC. Um, so it's just interesting to see, will people keep wearing their masks? What are you, what are you comfortable with? Um, I'm... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'll definitely be mm -hmm. using this week to kind of just really reflect on the 365 days that have transpired since we shut down to now what appears to be reopening and kind of, you know, applying, applying what I've learned. It's staying open to learning more. Um, yeah. Yeah, but if you, not, if you, again, if you need that I'm reading, not taking off my mask. <laughs> I'm not taking off my mask until 2022. Yeah. Don't don't take off your mask so until careful. 2022. Yeah. Because there, there, there have been two super spreader events this weekend. If you were in Houston, you know what's happening in Houston this weekend. And if you were in Atlanta, you know what's happening in Atlanta this weekend. So <laughs> those two things, whatever, <laughs> they're super spreaders because people are taking everything that they got back home. So yeah, I mean, I definitely hope that everyone stays as healthy as possible, um, takes necessary precautions, quarantine, stay to yourself, get tested for everything, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and stay above the influence, you know, um, if you fell below it, get back on top. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, outside of that, um, Q1 is coming to a close. Q1 is coming to a close. Uh, we're, we're approaching the end, I should say. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's had a better Q1 than Jay-Z, but I'm hoping to end this one strong myself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, Jay-Z's definitely always the motivation, but my goodness, my goodness. Yeah, and people forgot that, like people forgot that he sold, he already sold a third of title. Yeah. To Sprint. Yeah. Power so moves, he's, for he's sure. up, he's up, 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 up. He, yeah. He made six hundred million dollars in, in two weeks. It's a pandemic. 
Okay. And he still <laughs> and he still said it's a light Tuesday. He still said yes. it's a light Tuesday. So hey. Shout out to Jay. Yeah. Shout out to all the Jays. Yeah. I fuck with Jays. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Q1 has definitely been a, it's been a very challenging month for me, I would say. Challenging in good ways, but still challenging nonetheless. Um, So, you know, my head's on the swivel. I'm just trying to kind of, I don't know. I kind of don't like the phrase of like keeping my head down and just like getting work done. But I kind of do feel like I'm in a bit of autopilot in that capacity. And so I'm hoping that as we inch towards the end of this quarter, that I kind of am able to shake things up, um, move a bit out of the routines that haven't been really making me or satisfying me, and just, you know, live life safely, of course, but just live, um, take some risk, move away from fear and into faith. Yeah. I, I, but, um, I totally did that. I am my 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 first quarter has been extremely interesting. Um, in that I spent I didn't spend December how I wanted to spend December. Um, and so I kind of I kind of just bull rushed into the year with a with a with a specific mentality, and now that I have kind of cleared my plate. Um, one of the things that I'm very gifted at is paying attention to things. And uh, I haven't gotten the opportunity to pay attention a whole lot. But Mm. in the last, like, two weeks, I've been, like, very, very, I've been paying very specific attention. And I've even gone back and kind of watched some of the vlogs that I put out at the beginning of the year because those were promises that I made to myself mm-hmm. and um, even even in some of the content that I recorded that I didn't put out um, they were they were they were statements that I needed to go look back on um, and uh, for, for everybody out there that's listening I encourage you to record write down uh, document any of the statements that you feel in moments of emotion because you should you should have those to be able to go look back on um because that i think that's what i've been able to do in the last week and well two weeks is really be intentional about looking at some of the promises that i made to myself and some of the things that i said um and holding myself accountable to that and not just kind of going through the motions of life um because now that I have like some space to think and analyze, um, I'm, I'm examining that space and I'm analyzing. Um, and yeah. so it's, it's, it's been really dope. Yeah, I definitely, like I know you and I talked about this um, in terms of reading, but I just finished All About Love, Bell Hooks, which mm-hmm. I, it's very interesting because I, I've heard about the book for years and I've been suggested, like it was suggested to me years ago, but I'm kind of really happy that I read it when I did. Um, But it's a transformative reading. 
And I feel like it was very timely because I just finished Creative Quest by Questlove, which was really focused on the creative process and kind of owning it and just letting it flow naturally. And then when I moved in, when I moved into All About Love by Bell Hooks, um, it was really focused on eliminating fear and the notion that fear and love can't really coexist. Um, yeah. And almost the idea that love is the absence of fear and without risk, there is no love. And I feel like naturally when you think of love, you, people always think of romantic relationships, but it touches on the love for the work that you do, your the love for friends, the love that you have for yourself, the love that you have for your family, um, your foundational ideas of love and how they shape who you are and how you move. Um, and it was just a really powerful reading and it kind of has helped me to re-examine how I show up for myself and how I show up for other people and just the energy that I'm bringing the spaces that I occupy. Um, and so I definitely recommend everyone reading it, but I brought that up because you mentioned being observant. And after reading a lot of the definitions of love, it has caused me to be a bit more observant as to, you know, whether or not the behaviors that I'm showing um, in my relationships are of love. You mm -hmm. know, if the behaviors that I'm showing myself, the way that I move, the way that I allow people to talk to me, the way that I talk to other people, um, the boundaries that I create, are those actions of love or are they actions out of fear? Am I keeping certain people around because I don't want to lose them? Am I saying yes to certain opportunities because I don't want people to view me as mean or cold? Uh, it just, it shakes up everything. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely recommend everyone um, reading it. Uh, it's perfect for if you're going through any type of transition. Um, it was really good. Mm -hmm. uh, the book that I I was I pulled it I pulled it out of my uh, off of my bookshelf to read this weekend, but I hadn't gotten a chance to. Um, it's a book that I've read twice, um, but especially kind of in the in the, with with the week that I've had, and after the conversation that you and I had, um. I I realized that I needed to read a book called The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. And it's a it's it's a part of a series that 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 starts with a book called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And it's kind of the continuation of that, you know, that storyline um with one of the main characters. And it kind of describes what the ideal team player is. Um, because like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I've been, you know, stomping around and yelling at people. Um, I have, after you and I had that conversation, um, and you told me that I should have patience and grace. Um, I've, I've realized that I, that I've got gotten a little bit away from being an ideal team player and that I needed to like kind of recenter and refocus and not yell at people. Um, and so, um, that book, the ideal team player is about the three characteristics of what an ideal team player is. And, um, in short, it is someone that is humble, hungry, and smart, um, humble in the sense that they are able to obviously humble themselves, hungry in the sense that they are able to, to approach any, 
amount of work or any level of work and have a hunger to get it done, but then smart in a way that knows how to deal with people. It's not necessarily a level of intelligence, but it's more about, it's, it's less about an IQ and more about an EQ and how to deal with different people. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I need to reread that book, um, not necessarily for the humble or the hungry part, but definitely for the smart part. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, that's one of my tasks for this week um, is to read the, reread the ideal team player and reinstill in myself some of those values um, and, and some of the understanding of how to, be, how to best be humble, hungry, and smart. Yeah, I need to read both of those books because that's definitely been, I don't know, like teamwork um, or like a lot of my trans, like challenges have been very interpersonal. They've been very, um, you know, am I feeling like the relationships or, you know, like partnerships that I'm in, are they valuable to me yeah. um, and are they mutually benefiting? Um, I've been examining this, this notion of 50, 50, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm realizing that anytime that somebody tells you that it's going to be 50, 50, you can already guarantee that it won't be. Um, if you feel the need to say that you already know (laughs) it's all cap and it's absolutely not going to be 50, 50, but it definitely it's like how, how we have the conversation about patience. Um, I'm someone who lacks patience. Uh, it's always been uh, a challenge for me to be patient with myself and to be patient with others. And as I've been experiencing moments where I felt like um, I haven't been lent the patience or the grace that I may have shown others, um, yeah. Instead of just feeling like, oh, okay, this person doesn't appreciate me, this person doesn't value me, I kind of stepped back and just evaluated the situation. And I'm realizing that a lot of the impatience that we have for other people and other situations starts with the impatience that we have for ourselves. Because ultimately, we're all trying to push towards something. So the less patient you are with yourself to achieve your goals and to become who you're trying to be, the less patient you're gonna be with other people. Um, It's the same thing as if like you're rushing someone. Like if you're in a rush, you pick up your friend and then you're rushing them. It's just like, okay, this is just all, everyone's rushing now. When in reality, it's like, just calm your ass down. (laughs) We'll get there when we get there. Um, And so I've been realizing that everybody just needs to calm their asses down and accept that we'll get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. this rat race to produce, this rat race to achieve and acquire and to just perform and then sometimes outperform. Um, it's becoming very uh, vapid, mm-hmm. meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you are able to do really dope things, it's almost like those moments are so fleeting. You don't even have the time to appreciate them because it's kind of on to the next. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. 
I have a that the, the the thing for me is I have a lot of I have a lot of grace and patience. And I think once I get to the point that I've reached, my patience and my grace has like depleted. And so I'm because I'm naturally a nice person. I'm naturally a nice person. And so like once I get to this point, I get I get agitated very easily. Um and so that's that's where that's where I've, I've realized that I need to I need to I need to figure out like you know what what I'm you know what what's happening. Um, but and so, on another yeah, note, I mean, uh, I'm I'm just gonna switch gears because I feel like this conversation is kind of heavy. I'm gonna go back to my bag of beans, the accurate. Uh, the accurate forecaster of what's getting ready to happen. I played a snippet last week of a song on the podcast, and I I told I told you guys that this is what that I asked you guys what's about to happen next. And have you been have you have you have you listened to have you listened what have you been listening to Have you listened to Scary Hour Have you have you not yes. turned it off all weekend I love Drake. Have, okay. I love Drake. Um, I adore Drake. So, yeah, I listened to it through and through uh, the day that it dropped. I listened to it the next day. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, again, another great project. Uh, I just, Drake really just gets it. Like, he does this shit so well every time. He does not miss. He does not miss. Um, and I feel like he's someone when I think of when I think of people that I admire, um, you know, influential people, artists, performers, athletes, and even people just in my life, what I enjoy mm-hmm. most about them or what I most admire is them showcasing how much they enjoy the work that they do. Like watching mm-hmm. them do what they do, it looks joyous. It looks like they're yeah. really just having fun with it. And I feel like Drake is one of those people. Like, yeah. just seeing him, you know, grow and expand through music uh, has been dope. Uh, he's definitely my favorite artist. I'm probably biased, but he just, he does this shit, yo. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And every anytime him and Rick Ross get on a track, come on now. <laughs> but he got to, he got his he, he got his boots smoked by by Lil Baby. Lil oh Baby yeah, smoked, now Lil Baby, for sure. Lil Baby, <laughs> Baby smoked his boots. <laughs> but I also feel like, as strategic as we know Drake to be, it was definitely like he wanted that. Yeah. He he wanted yeah, I, to I he wanted it to, you know what I mean? Like he wanted it to be like, damn, like yeah, because he could have easily rewritten his whole. He could he could have he could have not included it. Nah, shit's mm-hmm. too good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it but, was but, it was there, so it would be clear. <laughs> now now that I think about it, as he might <laughs> he might still have beef with Charlemagne, because remember Charlemagne said, "Does old does does Drake need a little baby feature?" A few months ago, Drake uh, Charlemagne was like, "This is Lil Baby's era, and we're no longer in the Drake era, so maybe Drake needs a Lil Baby feature." 
So that was probably Charlamagne. I mean, that was probably Drake just being because we know Drake is petty as as great of an artist Super as petty. Is, we know that he is very very petty. And, and I respect so, it though because I do feel like a lot of the people that come for Drake again I'm a Drake fan so I'm biased but I do feel like a lot of people that come for Drake it's like what is the reason? Yeah. I feel like you know he's pretty yeah. unproblematic. I feel like he drinks water and minds his business. So I don't know. It's because it's because there were. <laughs> Because he gets it too of, well. A, a lot of a lot of the women, this this all at well I won't say this all, but a lot a lot of this boils down to women. And so when Drake was in the Bahamas, there were quite a few women that I follow. <laughs> that were in the Baham that were circulating around, you know, the 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 Caribbean islands. Um. While while Drake was on that yacht tour of 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 the Caribbean, there were a lot of women that I follow that people uh, within the industry they they like those same women's uh, posts and probably in are in conversation with those with those phenomenal young young women uh, entrepreneurs and business women. Um, that you know they were <laughs> Drake. You know, you know. I I don't. I I won't say. I can't say that Drake was. You know, had had those women around. But you know, when when Drake was in Turks and Caicos, I saw some posts in Turks and Caicos when Drake was in was at Nassau. I saw some posts at Nassau when he was in Puerto Rico. I saw some posts in Puerto Rico. So you know, uh, it's it's all yeah. a lot of it is ego. A lot of it is ego. Mm. So, well, yeah. I mean, haters are gonna hate. Drake is haters, that guy. Little baby did his thing. Um, he and Rick Ross make nothing, nothing short of magic every time they get on a track. And Absolutely. I am looking forward to what will follow. Scary hours. Yeah. Um, Certified Lover Boy is on the way at some point. Yeah, I won't. I won't give Come you guys on, the date just yet. I won't give you guys the date just yet since I'm inaccurate. <laughs> I'm but inaccurate, if you're willing I'm to pay, ninety nine, ninety nine. Absolutely. We absolutely. can give you a few hints. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean that was definitely scary. Hours was definitely. A highlight of my week. I always love hearing from my favorite artists. Um, mm. And yeah, it was a vibe. Uh, music was definitely a big part of my weekend, just like hearing new music. Um, and so, yeah, I'm super excited about the week to come. Um, I haven't listened all the way through to Bruno and Anderson Pop, but mm. I have heard like a few songs and they were smooth as hell. So I'm probably going to like maybe wind down tonight and give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. I, um, I'm really trying to lean back into the mindset that we were kind of forced into by shutdown around this time last mm-hmm. year. But yep. during that time last year, I was freaking out. So this time... 
I'm trying to go into this month very calm, relaxed, but still low-key in the crib. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, at some point, I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna share these these play these reckless and cultured playlists um, because the the Bruno and Anderson is is on, I think number three. I don't think I've sent you three or four, um, but three and but uh, if the Anderson and Bruno is on number three, um, that one is called Application City, and then number four is called. Uh, Commit luxurious felonies with me, Bay. <laughs> I, I appreciate um, the, you know, the creativity with these titles. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, well, it, it, you know, it was inspired by the, the it was inspired by Griselda music. Uh, Griselda, you know, I'm 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 a I'm a huge fan of Griselda. And I and I believe that West Side Gun probably out of everybody makes the music that is closest to what I would if I was going to rob a, a like if, if there was a cinematic film about me robbing a uh, an art gallery there will be West Side Gun playing while I was while I was happy uh, committing happy. that luxurious felony. Um, not that I do commit felonies, not that, not that I commit any felonies or that I would choose to incriminate myself or anybody on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but, um, it, it just seems like, it just seems like whatever the sound, it seems like the soundtrack for, uh, committing luxurious for felonies. Yeah. And Copy. So, uh, I also feel like there's not a single aspect of your life that is not inspired by Griselda. Um, so... <laughs> I, am, huh. I, I feel like you're very committed because as soon as you said that, I was thinking, okay, so what is not inspired by Griselda for you? But I feel like that's a huh. quality um, inspiration to lean into. Um, so, yeah. I, I like to get it off the muscle. I like to get it off the muscle. <laughs> I, do, I do like With to get it off the said, muscle. that being said, how are you going into, what is this? How are you going into the second week of March? Are you going in reckless? Or are you going in cultured? Uh, whatever energy you consider Dame Dash to have had when he was in those boardrooms, that's the energy that I'm having this week. Cause that, it was cultured, but it, some people might consider it reckless. And so I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be in, in, in I'm going to be in, in conversations uh, and I'm excited for those conversations uh, to have some Dame Dash right. energy. That's, that's, that's my, I'm, I'm Dame Dash this week because we're coming okay. to the close so of the, right. we're coming to the close of the, of the first quarter. And so, you know, we've all, we've all had, we've all had the opportunity to watch the fourth quarter, the, the first quarter pass. And so now it's time right. for me to you know approach Approach with the energy that that that's needed uh, for you know everything. So yeah. it's Dame Dash energy this week. How are how about okay. you? Um, what energy am I presenting this week? I think I'm going to go for reckless. Um, I want to be very 
unconventional this week. I kind of want to get out of uh, routines that I've fallen into and kind of shake mm-hmm. things up. Um, yeah. Obviously still keep like the quality routines, like the morning routine and mm-hmm. kind of like reading every day, but just like mm-hmm. other things. Um, saying no to things that I've been saying yes to, saying yes to things I've been saying no to, you know, just kind yeah. of getting really, I don't know, just removing a lot of fear and just kind of going with the moment, going with the flow, seeing what I like. Uh, that's my vibe. And so I do feel like that could get reckless. Totally. Um, I'd love to see it. But yeah, outside of that, as always, we appreciate you all for listening. Um, and I feel like if I could give you any advice for this week uh, to our listeners, you know, do you, boo? Like, you know, and I feel like that's such a cliche phrase that I typically don't use, but got, that's really ne- my I got vibe. nervous for a second. I got nervous for a second, <laughs> but I like that. I like that. I like that. I feel like that's really the vibe. And that goes towards, you know, um, all energies, energies that are affirming the vibes that you're that, that you're on, energies that are posing the vibes that you're on. Everybody, just do you. Mm. For sure. Any words of advice before we before we wrap this thing up? Um be safe. Be safe. Be well. All the advice, yeah, exactly. That's that's all the advice I got for you. That's yeah. All, that's all yeah. No. And I feel like those are both. You know, lead your week with those with those two pieces of word. Uh, do you boo and be safe. Outside of that, again, our advice business uh, that we've recently launched is available to you. You can. For sure. Find us on Iman- Instagram. Imani's prices are, are much higher than mine. Imani's prices are much higher than mine, but they are also much more valuable. <laughs> so yeah, if you're seeking predictions for the future, uh, and if you don't want to wait till the next episode, we can provide you with those. So yeah, as always, thank you all for listening. Subscribe, like, share, provide feedback. Um, and let us know if you guys want to hear these playlists that Justin's been working on. Um, I've had a taste of them and I've been enjoying them. So yeah, let us know. Other than that, peace. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.